0: I'm Bahumut. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to The Monologues. This time on The Monologues, we join Elon Musk in conquering the universe as we bring in the board game turned into a computer game and terraforming Mars. To go along with it, we're taking another wild journey with Exile Brewing's Lemon Trail. An ale brewed with lemons that should help us form our magical oases on Mars.
1: All right. And there is a lot to unpack, I feel like, but not about this game. So
0: so first off, we're doing another... There's a little bit to unpack about the game. Okay. Because the game we thought going into it was a different kind of a game. Or I thought at least. So... I picked the game out. I will take 100% blame because this is going to be a bit of a flop of a game, I think, for both of us. We've talked about this game already. And when I first picked this game out, looking at it from the Epic Game Store, when it went up free, it looked like a strategy game. I did not realize who this game was from. And this game is just what I said it was. It's a board game turned into a computer game. And also a phone game and also, yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not just a strategy game. Not what we were thinking. No, and honestly, everything I
1: saw trying to figure out a little bit more about this game showed that the board game had way better reviews. I the, think, yeah. And I could a lot, see why. Yeah,
0: there's a lot missed in translation here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so we're doing a couple things differently, I think. Well, I won't say too differently, but we've got a lot going on. So you came down tonight. We're doing this in person. Yeah. So you guys might be able to tell. We've done this a couple of times. Hopefully, we're getting better at it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we guess we'll find out. Um, not only that, we, well, we made some food tonight. We got this. And then we have a surprise, uh, which worked out really well, because I don't think this episode is going to run as long as our normal ones. Um, it could, potentially,
0: but I don't want it to turn into a bitch session either, so... Maybe. I think we can actually talk about the game without just completely shitting on the game. Because I think there are some really good aspects of the game, but they're just not about the computer game itself. It's, it's about the game, and if you were to play the board game. Um, I think if you were to pick up the board game and actually play it with as it was intended when the creator built the game... I think you'd have a lot of fun. I think if I got this game and played it with Aiden, we'd have a blast. I almost think,
1: first off, I would be willing to try it. But I also think it has to be pretty good. It has, like, several expansions on the board game. Yeah. So it came out, like, what, 2016. It's one to five players. Guys, this is just the board game part of it. But, like, every year following since it came out, they've had an expansion added to the board game. And not only that, uh, it was turned into a, a quick play card game as well oh really yeah so i didn't know that part yeah there was a quick play card game that came out as well and i i want to say that company that worked on the board games also developed to help make the card game for it
0: so So, yeah so before we dive too deeply into this game let's get the beers open because i think that's the only thing that's going to help us carry (laughs) a little bit of this really really bad computer game
1: (laughs) okay so Which this beer is one of mine from my trip to Iowa for training. Yeah. So Exile Brewing from uh, Des Moines, Iowa. And there is a happy-looking 80s workout lemon on a bicycle uh, with a basket on it on this can. (laughs) He is geeked out flying into the sky with some winged lemons. Yeah. All right. Let's try this
0: out. So I'm hoping that this tastes like lemon and not lemon peel guess we're going to find out.
1: (laughs) A hard pour on this mega-sized glass jug we've got to drink out of. But there's a reason for that. Yeah, there will be more coming up. I got mine done (laughs) white. I poured this like a stout. (laughs) I don't really know why. (laughs) Yeah. I just dumped it in. (laughs) It's fine. It needs four inches of head on it. (laughs) That's not bad. I don't want it, to. I don't like to do a quick comparison, but you know, came to mind was the our Goose Island
0: lemonade. Shandies. Yeah, it, do, or it does. It, it does. It does.
1: reminds me of that quite a bit. Maybe a
0: little easier to drink. Maybe. Um, I don't know about that. No, they're, you're right. The, they're they're a little was, bit different. Yeah, there's a oh, yeah the the I was gonna say the 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 Goose Island's a little bit uh sweeter. Mm-hmm. This is not or the uh, or the three or whatever the.
1: Yeah, you're right. The three twelve lemonade shandy from Goose the, Island. That, yeah,
0: which was their take with what three twelve wheat
1: and a shandy. The
0: shandy. Yeah, that was sweeter. Yeah, this is not sweet. This tastes just like a, a lemon beer. lemon brewed. Yeah. beer, which is what it is.
1: Yeah, no, they nailed it.
0: Yeah. Let me see here. Hmm. It's not bad though, not, even without the. I mean, so if you're not a sweet fan and you didn't dig the the three twelve lemonade lemonade shandy, shandy this would. You you thought it was a little bit too sweet. This might be good. Yeah, and it's refreshing. I mean, I, yeah. I
1: think that'd be a good. I think it'd be a great summer beer.
0: That's what it's meant to be. I mean, if you look and read at the can. I mean, what is the can's all about? Like, okay, so here it is on the side. Hop on your bike. It's a journey of citrus. Ride your lemon trail to a summer oasis. So you know that's what it's for. What's well, the got, time of the time of the year? If you're
1: extremely bored and have your uh, computer out, you could ride it to a. Mars Oasis that you built on a tile uh
2: cuz you yeah. need oceans to get Mars completed. You do.
0: So I guess let's jump into the game a little bit. All so right. I gotta hear your take on it first. All right. So there are some things they did with the game that are actually pretty decent. Like one of the things that we talked about when we first picked up the game, I think you started playing it before I did, is the the tutorial that walked you through how to play the game is actually pretty well built.
2: Yeah. Because it
0: is. I mean, it's built on a board game's instruction pamphlet. You have to know how to play a board game without somebody being there to teach you how to play the board game and failing a hundred times, right? Right. Like, so, they did a pretty good job of implementing an in-game instruction set that walked you through pretty well. Like, you didn't know all of the nuances of everything, but you had a pretty good understanding going into your first match. Well, it broke it down, like, step by step, so it wasn't overwhelming. Exactly. And... I mean, the hardest part that you really had to deal with was understanding the, the end scoring and all the things that would go into the end scoring. And you would learn that over time. That's the hard part, is learning what all were, were the factors that would really make the most amount of difference over time. Um, what do they call those, victory points? Well, so victory, there's victory points, there's terraforming um, points, there's your uh, milestones, and then there's awards, and then there's different attributes that you get for your cities and then depending on the mode that you're playing in um you even get points for how many numbers of cities you get how many uh different um uh forestries uh they're not they're not called that but they they look like little forests Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um What are they called?
1: In the tutorial really has you build some. Um, it's how you make greeneries. That's what yes. they are. Greeneries. Cuz you do so not and not to just jump in but essentially it's a card, tile, strategy, turn-based game. Yeah. I think I got that. all those right.
0: Yes. What The, the biggest thing is that the, the tile space that you're playing on never changes. It's always the same map every game that you play. Um, that's one thing that I think, even on the board game, is a bit of a drawback. The expansions add chunks. They do. To the board game. That's what I was reading. Okay. Because the placement of the, well, so even placement of resources and where the ocean could go. And I understand that they have a concept in that you're specifically trying to terraform Mars and Mars is a, it's a set place. You can only have so many different features and landscape that you can have on there. And they're really trying to match up where you may want to put things on Mars. I can understand the concept, but realistically for a game, it, it, it limits it a bit. So, especially when you're playing a strategy-type game like this. I mean, I know there is a lot of RNG with the card draw style that it has. So, but I guess it's probably a little bit too deep without talking about how the game actually plays. Right. So, <laughs> um, so when you first get into it, it, it walks you through all the different steps. It walks you through, like, even the phases of the turns, which is really cool. I, I mean, it, it tells you, like, hey... These are the, the four phases of each turn. Like here's the phase where um, you uh, each player gains resources. This is your resources phase. Then you have the, the... I can't remember. It's a movement phase. You shuffle positions as part of the resources phase. Then you have a draw phase where you draw cards. Um, and you can choose to purchase cards. They all cost... It, it costs um, mega credits to get those cards. Um, and, and those cards are... And they tell you over time those cards are your projects. They're project cards. Um they're the things that help you terraform Mars. Um and the things that ultimately can either help you um build onto tiles or help you uh hinder the other players. Uh either well, way. Well, and let's let's not forget this. So you, you pick a what is it, a corporation? Yeah, but in the tutorial, they don't start off with that, really. They they hand they hand you the beginner core. Yeah, but they tell you to pick yours, but all you can yes. pick is the beginner core. Yeah. yeah, so, you yeah, you do get a pick of a corporation. And for every match, uh, other than online ones, you get a selection of three corporations to choose from. Um, and they're at random. There's uh, So, if you don't have the expansions, you, you have five to choose from. Uh, I assume as you get the expansions, you get more corporations to choose from. But there's only five in the base that I, I think I'm aware of. Um, there may be more, but I, I really only saw five that I cycled through. Um, well, how, pretty many, regularly. how many did it say total if you have all the expansions? I don't. I don't remember. I thought it, I, there was a lot. I saying, I thought it was like 29 or something. There, there was a there was an ass. Look. I remember looking at the list on, uh, online. There's there's a ton, but I don't remember seeing all of those in the gameplay. Right. Um. But there was there was a few that were.
2: Highly dominant. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I didn't actually look at all the different uh, bonuses they give you for what corp you pick.
0: So that's the point of picking a corporation: is that each corporation has starting bonuses uh, or uh, game bonuses. So, um like a, each corporation starts out with a certain number of mega credits, and then each corporation may have a certain uh, advantage during the game. So like some corporations will build um heat that will help raise the planet's temperature over time uh or help your ability to raise the planet's temperature which is part of terraforming Mars. Or it'll maybe uh one of the corporations uh uh it's uh has a higher um uh uh, uh forestry production rate. Uh, I can't remember what they, they called it. it was the, the green reef re-
1: Yeah, so you- so essentially, to end the game, and then before you get your poun- points like tallied up, you're tr- you have three uh, stats you're trying to hit to a certain level. Right. You have a criteria, or you know that you're supposed to hit with these three stats. One
0: of them is the oxygen level. Yes.
1: One's what the ocean percentage on Mars. You're nine.
0: You have to have nine oceans, fourteen percent oxygen rating, and then uh, eight degrees Celsius. There you go.
1: Yeah, and that's so. That's the three, and you go through rounds too. And Mm -hmm. so if you actually hit those numbers, if the rounds not over, the
0: game won't end until that the end of
1: that round, that phase, or what do they call it? Right. Generation. I don't remember what they call it. Generation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're living through generations of people. Yeah. On the planet, which is kind of it's it's an interesting terminology, and they chose that kind of specifically.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, and I, I, you know, I. I feel like this game did not grab me whatsoever. I mean, compared to, like, if you handed me a Tamagotchi, I'd have more fun on it, maybe. Sure. You know, it sounds terrible to say, but it might hold true. Really? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. And maybe I just need to give it more time or or try a different tactic or try the board game. So, because I I almost, so we got this for free on what, Steam? Yeah, Epic, yeah. Epic, yeah. Yeah. And it's been a while since we visited uh, some, you know, platform like that. Right. And I actually considered getting it on my phone, and if it wouldn't have been eight dollars after knowing playing it on PC how I felt about it, uh-huh, I was not about to spend eight dollars on this game.: For sure, not going to
0: happen. I, I can see that. Uh, I can see not spending money on the game. Um, so I, I do think there's a lot lost in translation from the board game to the computer game. It's not that there isn't a lot of fun to be had in the board game itself, but the computer game. There's a lot lacking. I, I played the game quite a bit, to be honest. I played probably ten hours of it, um, but most of it, I was watching something or had something else going on. It wasn't just me playing the game. Well, I talked
1: about that. Like I was kind of hoping it would be kind of like that. Um, you know, more of like the the a Hearthstone or a you know online card game where you can just you know you're doing some matches and you got time to think and you don't have to yeah you don't have to have knee jerk reactions to survive an Overwatch you know but attack yeah, like you right. Know, you can just go. Oh, okay, well, all right. I think I'll do that. Yeah, this game was very much that. I mean, exactly. You didn't feel rushed. But the problem with the phone, the other thing I read before I th- you know before I was going to buy it, not just the price. What threw me off was the reviews on the phone version were terrible. They did say they got better. okay. That they've done some bug fixes, but I guess there was, uh, they had issues with people not their turns not ending
0: if and things like that that were really creating problems. So, and I think that that always so. We can talk a little bit about that. This still may be true because it, it it may be a little bit true on the on the computer version as well still. Um I did play an one online match on computer and I said that's enough for me because of what ended up happening. Um But we'll talk about that a little
2: bit. I guess in a in a minute. I mean,
0: I I wasn't Completely shut down with this game, I don't think this is a game that you would necessarily want to go spend money on um fair to me the 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 joy of this type of a game is being able to sit down with somebody and actually play it um, The joy is not not just sitting there by yourself and playing against an AI um they have so. So as you go through your turns, you're drawing cards and you're trying to terraform, terraform Mars. You you have your corporation. There are certain corporations that are just more powerful than others. Um, like I think it's Tharasis. There's one corporation, Tharasis. I th- it, it's it's starting abilities. You get you get your first action is you place a city. Oh, okay. And for every city placed, your your mega credit production goes up one for anybody who places a city, not just oh. you. And you also get three mega credits for any city play. So you're just continuously... Be, guilt, and that's being, how you play your cards, is using that. Um, is using the mega credits. Right. So, so And you start with, what, six cards? You start with as many cards as you want to purchase. So the only person... The only corporation that starts with more than that is the beginner corp, which starts with all ten cards. Okay. You have up to ten cards to choose from. Unless you're playing in the draft mode, and then it's a little bit different. But... In the just standard mode, you have up to 10 cards to choose from. The beginner corp starts with 40 megacredits and you get all 10 starting cards. You just get them added to your hand. It's not necessarily the best way to go um, because you don't get any long-term bonus over the game for like resource building or um, mega credit building or anything like that. You don't get any way to generate any sort of real value. Um, and just having a handful of project cards really doesn't help you in the long run of the game either. Um, choosing one of the other corporations that has the ability to generate uh, either resources, um, say like you you have the ability to generate um, uh, either mega credits like Thrasis or um, generate mining um, for either steel or um, uh, titanium. Those are those also help contribute to uh make a credit in the long run. Um, and then uh, the other ones are actual resources for like forest, uh, for like greeneries or for uh, um, electricity, which you end up using for uh, city production, things like that, or science, stuff like that for science projects. Uh, and then the last one would be your heat generation, which you use to actually warm the the, te- the temperature of Mars, which starts at like negative 30, 40 to 34 degrees Celsius. Celsius, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, using one of the other corps it has those long-term benefits, that's a little bit more useful than having just a handful of project cards. So what I found in, in kind of going through uh, was that, you know, I, I would start off. And, and so this is kind of where I'll go back to, like, what happened with the online game was. So with the online mode, you don't get a choice of three corporations you only get a choice of two or at least in the match that i, I play wow. so i i, I chose it i just went on a quick play match so you 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 get uh you can start up your own match and i assume i could start a match and i could play you online that might be fun right like if we were on discord or something and actually had the ability to chat and like that might be fun but that requires extra setup outside of the game but <laughs> if we weren't doing that it's you know it's a little bit labored um so, I just went into a quick play, and it paired me up with somebody pretty quickly, actually. It That's was surprising.
1: surprising. I say that actually surprises the show. It,
0: it, it was super surprising. It was pretty quick. I mean, um, it wasn't more than a few seconds, to be honest, that I was waiting. Huh. Um, That's quicker than an Overwatch queue. <laughs> right. It was, it was quicker than an Overwatch queue. <laughs> should not happen. <laughs> okay. So, when I went in there, I, I had two, two corporations that I could have picked. Um, one one was a pretty strong one uh it was the one that generates heat which is which is a really powerful one to use over time because um the raising the heat for mars the temperature of mars is the largest is the largest thing that you actually have to raise over the course of the game so it allows you to raise your terraforming points which contributes to your overall score over time um so what i did is the other one I got was Thrasis, which allows me to set down a, uh, a city at first. I was like, okay, cool. Cool. I can set down a city and immediately set down a forest or a, a greenery or whatever. Get your bonus. and get Yeah. Immediately get a, a terraforming point. Immediately get a city. Get started. You know, right. kind of get started. Well, in, I guess in the, the version that the person like, queued up, because I didn't pick the version, the, the person who started the game... The version they picked, uh, it started us off with no resources being generated. So we started off with zero. But it started off with um, four, uh, and I, this is the first time I'd ever seen it. It was like four, um, like, it was like four starting cards. Or no, we each got to choose from four starting cards. Um, it's just like three cards. You get like four bonus effects, two to start each game. Uh, You you got to choose from four, and you got to pick two of them. And uh, they were just your first two cards you got to play for the game. And um, so the first two I I got to pick were also cities. And so my first turn, I lay down three cities in a forest, all in a big triangle, and the dude
2: fucks off. He just, he doesn't, he doesn't.
0: He doesn't drop the match. He doesn't forfeit. He lets his timer run out, oh, no. which is a forty-five minute timer. Oh shit! Right, and because I've never, I never played it, and I wanted to see what happened. I, I allowed the timer to expire. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah, because I, I was like, well, he's gonna. I mean, he's either gonna have to play, or he's gonna let the timer run out, and either I win by default, or whatever. That's, dude, that's nuts. But it doesn't. You don't win by default. It as soon as as soon as his timer ran out, it kicked me to a hard mode eight, you, uh uh AI and I had to compete against the AI. Wow, ah man. And I'm like, okay, this is stupid. So I just stopped the AI, which I've been beating for Yeah. Like all like this is stupid. So yeah, that was at this point I that's where I kinda gave up on the game. Like, seriously. Dude, that's I rough. That's super game. rough. Yeah, I mean I it, I didn't do anything other than I just let the computer run and sit there and watched it and just kept watching whatever else I was doing. So, should have been boys. That's what it should have been. Should have been the boys season
1: three or whatever we're on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I'm happy to finally get to that, by the way. Yeah. So, you came down. I made you watch that first episode tonight. So, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else did we do, sir? Oh, well. Because I, I, you tell your part that you, because you kind of focused on that.
0: I'll tell my side after that. So, We raided your garden and made some salsa. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So you had had some canned tomatoes from last year. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we took those and we did. Yeah, we actually raided the garden for some some onions and uh, jalapenos. Uh, Threw in a banana pepper because we just happened to have one. I've got a bunch of them. (laughs) And, yeah, made some salsa. So it was pretty basic salsa. I mean... Mostly, mostly everything came out of your garden, which is pretty cool. I think all
1: but the garlic, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which we, which like I said, we had some wild garlic down there. We probably could have used, which, like I said, I don't know that that we don't grow that. That came from an our, my wife's best friend's mom. <laughs> so yeah. I think in most people's world, their moms are like friend, like are like their mom. So yeah, I'm like her second mom. Who knows? Uh, but I think she got it from her garden and put it out there. So we, I've never harvested that. Mm. But the tomatoes were from last year. The green pepper we threw in there was from the garden. The banana pepper was. We put, We ended up putting, what, four jalapenos total? Five. Five.
3: So we
0: put four in that we <laughs> had. So because the tomatoes were cooked down. So because the tomatoes were cooked and canned. Right. Yeah. Uh, I decided that we should probably cook the jalapenos down. Or we'll boil them to yeah. get them softened uh, to match, match the texture of the tomatoes. Um, not what I would normally do with, like, a chunky style salsa, but for this yeah this is what we should probably do um which was a good call good yeah it ended up working out pretty well and then it still wasn't hot enough with those four, i mean they those jalapenos definitely did hold some heat it was just there was a lot of tomatoes to have in there um and everything else that we had going on so we uh, and i ended up throwing another jalapeno not cooked in there just to get a little it bit made more a difference
1: and it, it did actually make it's a got way. some heat to it now yeah um so, yeah, that was, that was from the garden. What else? Oh, and the onions were, which the onions are pretty small right now. Uh, they're probably not. They probably need another about almost a month, probably. Yeah. They take a while. Uh, and, yeah, so we ended up putting, what, two onions? Three? Three onions. Three? Yeah. Because they weren't super big. Yeah, but it came out great. Yeah. Um, and while you were doing that, I worked on, which, guys, we're bringing this up because we bring up food we wanted to do way more often than we have. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the intent. That was the intent, and I think this game has allowed some freedom here, because he says it, it could really be unboxed and uh, unpacked, and there's a lot to talk about, but this game did not not do a whole lot for me, and I, like I said, I, I really do think the board game would be the opposite.
0: I, I love board games, I think. I could see the board game in the game. That's yeah. the only reason why I could actually talk about it, because it's like, yeah, I mean, like I said, I was going through it, and I can see how to play it, but again, it's yeah, the stra-
1: And I don't, and it sounds, ext- it's, I'm not educated in the game enough to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I didn't feel the sense of strategy to it um, that I was kind of looking for.
0: I could see it. Um, now, where I was trying to figure out was like finding the optimization of when to switch over from mega credit production over to resource production, especially in the, um, the quicker game. So like I tried the solo challenge mode and everything too. That shit is actually hard. Oh, okay. The solo challenge mode, I didn't, I couldn't beat. Hmm. I tried it twice. I couldn't beat it. Interesting. Um, you have to, you have to terraform Mars by yourself in fourteen generations, starting with no resource production. Um, and you start off with less terraforming points than you start off with in in, in a normal map. So okay. you start off with fourteen. I think it's fourteen terraforming points instead of twenty. So you start with four mega credit less. Than you normally would, generation each generation, each generation. Right. right? So not just like the star, that's that's every generation. Yeah. Yes, so it's pretty hefty. Yeah, you start off at a definite handicap. The only other side is you don't have somebody fighting against you and also helping you. Terrifying. I was about Mars. to say
1: that's the thing is too is as much as it's strategy and competitive though, everything you do does affect the other people, even in the positive sense. Correct, and it, even if nothing else, but ending the the, the whole point of the game faster, so that points can be tallied up to see who wins. Yeah. I did see that if you tie on victory points, it goes to money. Right. Whoever's uh, got the most money. has got the most money, which I think a lot of games do that. That definitely feels like a board game. Yeah. You know, rule, yep. for sure. Uh, but no, so while he was making this salsa with my garden craps, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was making some uh, shrimp nachos, and I'll, I'll keep this really basic, guys. Besides pan fr- frying or stirring or cooking the... um shrimp with some seasonings. I think I used a little bit of taco seasoning, that Kinder's uh, seafood seasoning, and some olive oil. Other than that, I just lay down some tortilla chips, sprinkle a little bit of seasoning on the chips themselves. I did black olives, black beans, mozzarella cheese, some shredded habanero, because we don't have enough heat going on around here.
2: <laughs> um,
1: then tossed the shrimp on it, did like two layers of all that stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think there's anything else on there um oh and a little bit of baja sauce drizzled on there and that was it we'll put them in the oven to broil and then we add them with that sauce They're, they were killer for me i don't know how super you,
2: super tasty yeah i know that Just thought that was a good delicious good meal so. yeah so.
1: so guys bringing in some food late well we've done this maybe four times in like thirty some episodes <laughs> but <laughs> here we are um yeah we can kind of get back on point uh we do have a surprise for the end of this episode that might take a while so Hopefully, yeah. Oh, I think it's going to <laughs> I'll put it this way, I'm not drinking a second lemon trail
0: because of what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got what I need on that lemon trail though. That's yeah. for sure. I think it it was yeah. It's tasty. I'm I'm good with that. They did uh yeah. Iowa
1: did it right for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not disappointed. So
1: All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to add before we kind of move on a little bit?
0: No, I mean that's really it. So like as far as the game goes from there, it's really about refining your strategy. I mean, it's, it, it is, there is strategy to be had and I can see where playing the board game gets you into refining the strategy or even playing the game as it is, gets you into refining the strategy. Um, Because where I was starting to go is to where, where are the most optimal places to place like your cities? Because you want your city to be surrounded by the most amount of uh, greeneries. Because that contributes to uh, points at the end, right? So for every adjacent greenery to your city, you get a point, regardless of whose greenery it is, right? So, um, figuring that kind of thing out, that kind of a strategy out for placement, um, that that would be.
2: um,
1: Well, I mean,
0: but then with it is a strategy game, and I mean,
1: I'm not saying there's not strategy but the way it's there's just not really anything that grabs you about playing this that it's a numbers game and I, all strategy games essentially are i mean in a way mm-hmm. and i'm all about numbers um ab- i mean absolutely love the idea of trying to win out through numbers but there was no fluff attached to this to make it even like something i could really get into
0: yeah.
1: and I, I, my rating might be lower than yours on this i don't and know and probably well it maybe
0: I don't know. We'll see.
1: This is gonna be and an, like I said, I I always feel guilty judging hard, but I also I'm a walking contradiction because I also have to be fair and how I feel and uh, it's really nothing personal to any of the developers or who made this. Like I said, the board game is probably killer. I do love a good board game, right? Um, but my ra- this might be the lowest rated game I've done. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it is what it is, man. Yeah. It you're right. It is what it is. (laughs) Uh, Cheers to that. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let's wrap this up. I'll let you go ahead. Do what you got to do.
0: All right. Anything else to add? No. So, um, when we get down to it, like it's a it's a game to pass time if you play by yourself. If if that was all you were doing, um, it's not worth spending money on. I wouldn't spend it. I wouldn't spend a dollar on this game. I couldn't see spending a dollar on this game. Um, I can see spending money on the board game. I uh, I would like to see the board game having, like, a changing platform to actually play on them. Having a static field is is not good for a board I, game. It I, limits it.
1: I think the expansions helped out a lot. I think because Maybe. each one said it added chunks. Like even, like, even one of the later expansions I saw for the board game said it added, like, colonies off outside of Mars Yeah, that you could go and add for, like, resources or inhabit mm-hmm. or whatever. So, I mean, I definitely think the expansions would help on what your issue is with it.
0: Maybe. Maybe. But, but that being said, the, the computer game as it is, it really can't be anything higher than a 3.2. It's... Okay. ...almost unplayable. I will immediately go home and delete the game. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. it the online play is is trash, and the people playing it are rubbish. Just to say, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna bitch out because somebody pulls three three cities in a in a greenery, and you don't want to try to think your way out of that, then you're just a trash person, and you shouldn't be playing the game. Get off. That was literally my first match online. And you can't beat me.
2: Hmm. Like that says more about you than it does me.
1: So listen to that. So like, if you think about it, so you know, there's like saying, like the saying, like, "If you can't beat them, join them." You know, and then it's like, if you can't beat them, walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let them sit and stare at a screen. So
0: yeah, no, I I gave them every opportunity to come back and try to try to do something, but yeah. And we did say this is from Asmodee. Is that you? Yeah, Asmodee, I think, um, is the... And they're the people that 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 published the board games. Yeah. Um, well, there's the... F- um, something Freaks or something. There was another... Oh, like, Fricks Games. Fricks. Fricks Games was yeah. the people that actually... So that's the, the... The board game. Well, that's the people that, that created the game. Okay. But Asmodee is the publisher of the game. Right. So, the people that developed the game would be uh, Frick's Games. Yeah. Um, and then Asmodee published the game. And then Asmodee actually turned it into the computer game. So, they'd be the developer and the publisher of it. And so, and the board, and I think I might have already said some of this, but so the board game
1: came out in 2016. This video game adaptation did not come out until 2018. Yeah. So, which, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. The board game had to get, must be pretty good or or, or get a lot of attention because. That's pretty quick to pop that out as a video game and take that chance on it.
0: I don't think so. No? No, I think that's what they're doing now. So, like, Asmodee is what we looked at online. That's kind of their their MO now. So, Asmodee has been around since 1995. Their core business is board games. Um, they've recently switched over to turning their properties into digital, computer games. Yeah. Yeah. Makes so sense. Digital games.
1: All right. Uh, so, you said, what, 3.2? 3.2. So I'm going to tell you, did you see me scribble this out? You're in person, no. so you can see this. No, I didn't. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I know you didn't see the number, but you didn't see me pick up this. Okay.
0: I, I saw you pick up a pen. I didn't okay. see it. I didn't look
1: So way before you rated this. Yeah. I, early, if you saw me very early on, I wrote down my number. Because I already knew. I was, I'm kind of unimpressed. and that's I hate, like I said, I always feel bad, but it is what it is. And then I sat here and thought a little bit more. And I went, yeah, no, I still think that's too high. So I scratched out and wrote lower and then you gave your rating yeah so i'll just tell you i'll tell you all of it so i had 3.5 yeah scratched it out went yeah no i don't even think it's a 3.5 for me yeah Uh, i would not pay for this game and i don't even know how bored i'd have to be to play this game other than the board game like to play the video game part of this right i don't even know how far down the list this would go even on phone even on phone games yeah. It's pretty damn far down there. I think I might play Solitaire.
0: I, I would definitely pick up Solitaire before I pick yeah. up this game.
1: Yeah. Right. Exa- exa- which is just crazy, but whatever. Uh, and so then I scratched it out and put a 3.1. Yeah. And then you come out with your fucking 3.2. So yeah. I did get underneath you. Not, <laughs> 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 not on purpose. All right. Um, now I guess I'm up on this Exile Lemon Trail, which di- you know, I don't have a s- super high rating for this, but not... it. I think it's just because maybe it doesn't have a flavor, that stand, a flavor palette that stands out to something I'm craving all the time. You know, we usually tend to, what, go orange on stuff? Yeah. And I'm not against the lemon. It's good. Yeah. And I, I honestly think if you put that next to Goose Island's Lemonade Shandy, which I think I rated pretty high, um, I honestly think on the right day I might pick this over it. I think it would be a toss-up. It might just be what mood I'm in that day because I actually kind of like that this isn't as sweet. Yeah, and it is more of just a lemon, and it's a little bit uh, lighter palate. Yeah, but, you know it's pretty crisp because of just lemon, and you can mm-hmm. drink it. Mm-hmm. But because I don't see, and I'm going to tell you right now, I think them Hard Mountain dews changed me. <laughs> I'm a little bit more skeptical now on stuff because I think I could smash some Hard Mountain dews about any hot day of the fucking summer. Yeah. So I, uh, I actually have only had this at a six point one. Oh wow. Yeah, and, and that, that right exactly that sounds so low, but realistically that's still way above an average beer like i would still take this over any domestic yeah you know hands down i think it's just um nothing about it was something that i'm like gonna go out of my way to buy i think that's Mm. i think that's what dropped it so much and not like i said it's great it tastes great yeah yeah yeah. if i reach in a cooler and there's that that lemonade shandy like
0: i said depending on the day i might grab that over the shandy yeah it's hard telling so i if i remember correctly i think my problem with the lemonade shandy was that it was too sweet and not enough tart, and yeah. this is almost a little bit too much lemon and not enough to balance it out. It's yeah. like they they just crossed paths. Yeah,
1: yeah, they would like, run into each other on the street and hang out a little bit. Right, like they just missed each other. Yeah, like um, like if them two beers had a little bit different political views and a couple different, <laughs> and a little bit maybe different like spiritual views or whatever, and they hung out for a while. And they're like, no, I kind of I'm gonna take a little bit of what you say. I kind of like that. And the other one's like, yeah, no, I kind of understand. I can see your point of view. And they rubbed shoulders a little bit and was like, I oh, no, you're pretty cool, man. And then walked away, they would be the, both would be the perfect beers, I think.
2: Yeah. Or summer
0: beers, anyway. Yeah. Um, man, so that's kind of weird. Because So I was thinking in my head, I don't remember where I had the the Shandy. I feel like I had mine in the sevens. I want to say I did two. I feel like I had mine in the high,
1: maybe, maybe 7.8, 7.6, I don't know.
0: I honestly don't remember, but I was gonna say this one for me is actually not not low. This one is probably a seven. I'm just gonna call it a seven before we even find what I had the the lemonade shady. because this is something I would actually drink. Um, this is it's super good and honestly what I would do with this is actually do a mix of the two. Yeah. Because, like, the
1: balance would be perfect. When you started to say that, that was the first thing that went through my head. But look at our ratings. So we did find them. So you were a 7.3 on the Shandy. Okay. And what did you say on this one? A seven. 7. Yeah, just a Yeah, five. so that's yeah. right. So that yeah. that's accurate. And mine's way different. So I did a 7.7 on the Shandy. Yeah. And a 6.1 on this. So that either tells me that my palate, my, like I said, the Mountain Dews has got me sideways a little bit. Uh, <laughs> either my tastes have changed a lot. Or maybe this game just put me in a sour mood. I don't know. Something's there, but because
0: I don't think the beer's bad, I
1: just yeah, it's over a six. I mean, I would drink it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think it's I think it's a little bit higher than that, but we'll we'll let it go. It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fun, it's maybe I'm
1: more of a mood based drinker, and you're just a, a more consistent. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm like fucking game. Fuck that beer. I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I hope that's not the case, but. Uh Yeah, so it was good. So there's our ratings for that, guys. And uh, I'm going to just, if you're good with it, I'm going to segue right into our surprise. Yeah, let's do it. So we brought in food. We're both recording together. Just some of these things that don't happen very often, but here we are. We also did not find the time when I came to your house last time. Yeah. Uh, We ate way too much and walked a million miles <laughs> and never recorded this. We were going to do a side episode that really just consists of trying these wonderful looking German import beers. Yes. And because this stuff did not run super long, we both decided, I think mutually, yeah, let's just do it right now. Yeah. And so we have another from good old Brett, which I think when I was in Iowa, we did the Toplin Goliath that was from him, yep. which I had to go buy because I didn't take it with me, but whatever. <laughs> uh, he got us these goalers and he got us, these bottles are cool as shit. Everything about this just tells me like pride in their work. Yeah. And I haven't even tasted it yet. Just but we're gonna find out. So this is um, and I can't pronounce that word. I'm gonna butcher the shit out of it trying. But it's uh traditionally from Br, Br-, Br-, Br- I don't <laughs> I don't know how you say. It. I'll let you murder it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something Goler, and it's actually from Franconia, Germany. Um this is one of the oldest breweries in the world, and I can only remember barely that when we did the uh Oh, it was that Solstice, one of our very first beers we did, um, Stella Artois. Uh Uh-huh. And that Solstice, the Stella Artois Brewery is like in the 1600s. Right. And I never knew that until we did the podcast on it, and it says it on the bottle. This is dating back, at least, I'm assuming they have some validity if they're saying this online, right? Uh, At least on their website. Multi-family, multi-generation family family enterprise dating back to 1514. Uh, and like I said, the bottles show a lot of pride, craftsmanship. They're not a normal bottle. They have like the like the kind of wine re readjust, re put back, re or like liquors do that a lot too, like vodka. Yeah. Where you can, of course I know about that. So <laughs> <laughs> you could put the thing back on. But we have four types from this Golar Brewery, uh, import. And they import into Kansas, from what I read. So not far from us at right. all. Uh, which is probably how Brett. Brett, thank you so much again. Um, always love the Free beer. <laughs> There's definitely nothing wrong with that. But sir, let's find out what we can get out of here. There's four types. This is gonna be a lot. Yeah. It's not be one of those episodes uh we gets done, I may not know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> you try the rash beer first? Yeah. All right. How
0: are we doing this?
1: Uh I say we rate each one individually. Um, I've got good thoughts about this
0: though. Are we each pulling a bottle though or since we've got how much you feel like drinking? I mean, you're staying the night.
1: Uh, not that much. <laughs> yeah. all right, we'll split it. All right, cool. So, and I'll write down a spot for you too, so you don't have to try to memorize this. Oh man! Super satisfying. <laughs> Holy crap! Just <laughs> popping corks in here, baby. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm already feeling wonderful about this. I'm. I'm pretty sure. These are going to be good. I have good. I have heard really good things about them. So, very strong. And this is going to be like, well, how did, what does it even mean by that? Very strong German flavor. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Just, and not bad. Check Try this out. I feel like I'm eating a brat and drinking a beer at the same
2: time.
0: So, that is a very, very amber. Yes.
2: Oh. Holy cow. No, you're not wrong. Like, just smelling
0: that.
1: Yeah. Like, we are... Yeah, no, I'm eating a brat, some, maybe some sauerkraut on it. Eating. Wow, how can they that? even
0: get that smell?
1: I don't know, dude. That's it's amazing. It, for lack of a better word, that
0: tastes German as shit, and in a good way. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, no, it's it's somehow got this really smoky, um, kind of pork belly. Yeah, brat. kind of a sausage-y smoked fla- smell to it. <laughs> and it carries over to the flavor.
1: Yeah, dude. Wait till you taste it. I feel like this is something you'll like a lot. And I'm not really sure why I feel that way, but it's not bad. It's pretty good. Maybe it's because my perspective on what you like as taste is so skewed from you loving black licorice. I don't think we've ever brought that up, but I think that changes everything. Just knowing just people need to hear when we hear our reviews, they need to know you like black licorice. Yeah, it's normal. No, it's not. <laughs> it's the farthest thing from normal. They made black to test people out. That's... <laughs> to categorize people. That's the only reason it was invented in the first place. Huh. So, I've been wanting to do this for a while. And putting you on the spot is going to make this even better. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, originally, since we're all about... And I, we just have to keep saying this. So, at first, of all, there's like a couple norms to our podcast, right? Like, we're usually ill-prepared, or I am. Usually, oh, no. usually, oh, oh, usually, I'm going to butcher some names and stuff. And let's see, what's another norm? Uh, let me think here. Um, anyway, yeah, there's a couple norms to our to our podcast. Oh, tra- and we're always preaching transparency. That's the other. So, we were going to do a leftover Thanksgiving episode that we never got around to. And in that, I was trying to figure out what we would do because it wasn't going to be video game related Is in the idea that we're going to review a new game. Um. I was just going to talk about some of the history of why we play video games in the first place. And some of the ones we have came across. So, as we, we've got a little bit of beer to drink before we can pour the next one. Uh, sir, I'm just going to, I'll try to keep it as super simple. Not throw you under the bus too hard. If you had to pick in your lifetime what your favorite game has been, and why, what would it be? Why? So, that's that's a complicated question. It is. And, you know, it's funny about this, too, because we kind of talked about the boys being cognitive enough to know liking something in the moment versus the overall joy that you've had in your lifetime. Because just because you're bored of it right now or you're not playing right now doesn't mean it didn't provide historically a lot of fun. So even if short term, what's the one you think you enjoyed the most? Even if it only lasted a month. Maybe you beat the story. Maybe it was just
0: all around a solid game. No, there's 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 literally two games that have had the biggest amount of impact in my entire life, but there is one game that was the nexus of it all. Um, and it, it actually came probably later in my life than you would, you would think. Um, it's not that I didn't play games before that game because I did, I I played an ass load of games. We just played games differently. And it was mostly little shit games like Sonic, and I mean, not that Sonic's a shit game, but I mean, it's the same type of game that everybody would play. Yeah, you it, know? yeah. The games have evolved a lot, right? Um, I mean, to to kind of give away my age, that's the games we were playing. I mean, m- like fucking Mario, like like old school Mario yeah. and shit. Um, you know, and um, but the game that changed who I am. As a person, like literally changed me, was Final Fantasy VII. That that changed my perspective of what games could be, and I think it did for a lot of people. I'm not unique in that.
1: No, I think you're absolutely correct. I I don't think you're unique in that. Um, you kinda, I mean, I I think celebrities have brought up Final Fantasy
2: VII. So
0: until until I got into World
2: of Warcraft. There was not a game I had spent more time playing
0: than than Final Fantasy VII. And, I mean, that would include all of the other Final Fantasy games that came after that up until I got into uh, World of Warcraft. Because I didn't start playing World of Warcraft until, what, 2007, 8? Somewhere around there? Mm, late 2007. Something like that, yeah? Yeah, because Burning Crusade was already out, I think. Yeah, yeah, because it was the end of Burning Crusade when I got into it. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: because... Because it was my fault.
0: Yes. the Burning <laughs> Crusade when I got into it. Uh, I crashed Jeff's computer. Yes. And, and I immediately joined up. Yeah. And I, hey, yeah, I got to yeah. get
1: me some of that. I ruined his 10,000 cataloged comic books <laughs> trying to get him to meet me. Yeah. Online to play. And then you went, oh, you ruined his life? Cool, I'm,
0: I'm in. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. So you would say those two, right? Those are, those are my two games. Yeah, those are the two games that, that literally changed my life. Um, World of Warcraft being the one that changed how I play with people because up until then, and still most of what my gameplay is, is, is me by myself. And that's kind of how I still prefer to play games. I don't really enjoy playing with other people who, especially people who I don't actually know in person. Right. Right. I no,
1: I I'm I'm a walking. I said this beginning episode. I'm a walking contradiction because as much as I love people and I do like playing with people, a big part of me wants to get lost in a game by myself. So I, I mean, I completely get that. Oh, you ready, dude? Nice popping fucking champagne bottles over here, right? Goaler, you're doing it right. These are some fancy ass bottles. So this one is the Steinhauer Weiss. And before, I wanted to get this porn before I get my response to that. Oh, this is a lighter color.
0: That is. Well, it's a weiss, so. Right. That's what I would expect. Oh,
1: the last weiss we had was a and cool. I think.
0: Was it? Yeah, I think it was in that weird bear pack. Oh, yeah, it
1: was. It was I a mean, honey. Uh, honey weiss. Well, yeah. Well, they had a berry weiss. Yeah. In yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so my response to that question isn't far off. I mean, it is and it isn't. But I got I got to explain a little bit. So. Do you know how, like, okay, so Game of Thrones came out. Everybody br- told me over and over and over again, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. Yeah. Okay. And I just kept going, Yeah, I, I know I'm going to like it, so now I'm not interested. Like, right. I do, And I'm horrible about this. I'm kind of a pleasure denier, I've been, I've been told times. Yeah. So I, I did the same exact thing with Final Fantasy VII. I already had a PlayStation. I knew I could play it. But I was playing every other RPG because I'd heard so much about Final Fantasy VII. I, it's, and I never once didn't believe people. Weird, innate, hipster esque mentality. I went, yeah, no, I don't need to play it. You're telling me all about it. I believe you. Maybe some other time. So I actually didn't play Final Fantasy VII as early as everybody else did when all my friends were playing. Right. I'd already seen a bunch of it. But the game that made me realize, and it, I don't maybe realize, maybe I knew the whole time, but except. No, I'm not coming out right now, I'm married.
2: <laughs> it made me
0: accept
1: who I am. Finally 10 made me realize I'm a hopeless romantic. Okay. The relationship between Titus and Yuna and all that, like I like uh-huh. uh God, how old was I? Probably 13, 14 ish. Maybe 14 when that was out. Uh huh. And I like knew then. I love love stories. And I went, okay, like this is my jam. So Financy 10 and I played of all the games, I played the after extra content way beyond what was needed. Between the blitzball game, side yeah. side game, all the way into like there's an arena you can do. And man, we didn't have they didn't tell you the numbers and I definitely Google was not something you accessed at the click of a button so easy back then. We were running on a dial up. <laughs> I didn't have a smartphone back then. They didn't exist. Well, fucking razors weren't even out yet. Yeah. Nokia <laughs> block phone. You know, and I don't even think I had a phone at this point. So I remember fighting mobs in that game and taking a notepad and paper and recording how much damage I was doing. And I think when I got up to like 30 million on one boss in it, I was like, okay, this is enough. Yeah. And it was a, a stupid-ass Marlboro thing. But, yeah. So Final Fantasy 10 for me. Um, and then, of course, I, as much as I hate to say it, uh, I don't want this to be the game that I say next, but it is. It's, Final, it's
0: World of Warcraft. I mean, it was the one that... We together spent the most time playing. I mean, and, I bonded with people. Yeah, and you—you I mean, in, you it, included. It changed, yeah, it, uh, it changed my perspective on what gaming could be, and that wasn't the first online game I'd ever played. You were a Guild Wars guy. I played Guild Wars before. You and Tyler were Guild Wars guys. And and I play I played Naxal again. I mean, I didn't like, I didn't play nearly as much as uh, Guild Wars as I played World of Warcraft, but I did play a fair amount. Um, I just didn't play with people. I wanted to still play by myself. But until you got me into World of Warcraft, and then even the, the stuff that we went further into with World of Warcraft, not just forming groups that would do dungeons together, before they had the uh, the looking for group right. in-game where you had people, fuckers, we would sit in org for hours spamming for people. Yeah. Hey, we're looking to run this dungeon. Yeah. Anybody want to come join? We have a fucking tank, and we have a healer. We just need damage. Well, and honestly, the people that hear this podcast or listen to this
1: podcast are already already going to understand some of these plights. But people have no clue about what we went through, and and not just on the negative side, but the joys you get. So, like, yeah. so yeah, so we we took a year to build a solid team. Yeah, uh, and and not just solid ten man raiding team with an alternate, but also like the guild and right. a community, a small community, and then and then in our own the bigger larger uh community inside that server it was it's a weird dichotomy all the way around i mean and it it does change you and it did and like i said that's weird to think of a video game being that social but i've said this forever if you put anybody in the right anybody's mentality or person personality better said could play that game and enjoy it yeah because there is so much to the community and the social part of it i mean i know my wife if she, if i got her into it we all played like like tyler you all of us played She'd get into it. Yeah. I absolutely believe she'd get into it. Because of that, it, yeah. it can be very addicting. And well, for some reason, our guild had the most females. Like yeah. It, yeah. it always blew people's minds when we would pug people, which that's pickup group or whatever. Yeah. For people that don't know. But yeah, it always blew people's minds when we would get that one or two that we needed sitting in an org to make our tin man. Right. And they'd come in and they would hear the two or three girls talk and they just got quiet. Yeah. Like, no one would talk after that. It was new. <laughs> So Yeah, so that's mine. Right, how how you feeling about this Weiss, sir?
0: So the Weiss is pretty plain. Like there's I, not a whole lot
1: that's standing out about it. It's like I yep, I thought the same thing. I actually like that Roush beer more.
0: Yeah. It was more
1: unique for sure. Yeah. But it kind of plays into the other import that we had, the what the um uh for Oktoberfest, the Einger.
0: But that had that had flavor that was it, well, it was it was meant it to did. do what it was Therefore, It was an Oktoberfest beer and it was but it, it wasn't super crazy it was super drinkable like it, but it was ultra drinkable <laughs> and it was meant for that time like you could see why it was an oktoberfest beer Oh, yeah you know it was it had that buttery flavor it was meant to sit around and just pound like not that this isn't drinkable like i could i could definitely drink a whole shit ton of this yeah but it's just because it's like fucking water i mean it's good i mean it's it it's it's there's nothing holding me back from slamming this. Yeah, it's actually I. Actually, I the more I drink, I actually find I
1: get better. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, 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 first couple of drinks I went, yeah. Mm, I mean it's good, but it's nothing to, to write home about. Yeah. The more I drink this, actually, this kind of had that mentality of sitting around drinking with your friends, and just going up and having a a, a grog, having a barrel of this. I, yeah, I could drink this. Well,
0: sir, if you don't have more questions, I do. I don't have any questions. This is your this is your Not, thing hey, with man. the questions, man. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I don't know what to write down on this one yet. Okay,
1: then just wait. Yeah. Um. Let me see here. I'll even. I mean, I actually have a list. Let me see what I've got on my on my old listy. What do you think? I don't even have to read the list. I as soon as I hit it, I thought of a good one. What do you think the most underrated game is that we've reviewed on this podcast?
0: Oh shit. Let's see what we've reviewed. Oh, oh, let me, actually,
1: Let me bring that up. I can quick. give you an or question. So my <laughs> Either what do you think is the most underrated game we reviewed that more people should know about or that's better than what people the general public has said. Because I've looked at some of our... When we review these, I actually usually typically see IGN and other people's reviews. And a lot of the times, we're like a little lower. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, which I find crazy. We So we are. But, okay. So <clears throat> I think... So I I want to talk about that a little bit. I think my general perspective on this whole thing is our ratings are not low. Our ratings are where our ratings are are need need to be. What everybody else does is they rate their stuff on a curve. That's my my general feel for everything is that they're playing everything else on a curve. Um because and if if you were to take all of our stuff and actually bounce it out over that curve, I, I'm sure all of our stuff would boost up and, and be about where where they're at. But for our tastes, it just isn't there. Like, right. But I, I would imagine we're pretty well aligned, like, across the board with our general tastes where, where they're at, with a few exceptions, you know. But. Well, and I knew,
1: I mean, I always knew I liked a specific game, but when we decided to do this which seems like forever ago now. But when we first decided to do this, I never even thought about, like, is it going to be a problem playing other games because I only like, you know, very specific types of games. I, that never, weirdly enough, occurred to me. And it has shown more now naturally than anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: now there's been a few we sit down to play in this. I wouldn't say this Mars Terraforming game is one of them. It became one of them, but only because of the game itself. Not because of what it is. No. no. Strategy. I like strategy games. Right. That was, um,
0: yeah, that's... If you didn't hear me talk about the game, I'm trying to talk the game up. I fucking love strategy games. They're one of my favorite type of games. I love, Dude. because I love dominating people <laughs> in that realm. Like <laughs> so, <laughs> that is
1: why I love strategy games. I like, and I think of it in a, um, oh, uh, like a, a military sense. I want to outflank and outthink
0: exactly my
1: opponent. Yeah, and. I don't know where that comes from. Like I said, I beat, I beat my entire class and the opposing class at Stratego. And the high from that and then beating my history teacher at it, Yeah, I remember that. And I, I really like – and I, anybody can lose at any time at anything. I mean, right. You know, that's, that's just the world of competition. But that, if that doesn't fuel you to want to do better, I don't know what would. Right. Because losing typically doesn't make me want to quit.
0: No, I mean, it it fuels me like nobody's business, right? I, it so especially the strategy stuff. Yes, it, so it's part of the reason you know. I mean, my, you know, I grew up playing chess with my dad and stuff like that, like, and just having him like. My dad is probably like many other people's dads in that you don't you don't win, right? So he's not the dad that just lets you win. No, yeah, I'm not that guy. Right? You <laughs> I'm, earned, not, I'm not the yeah. You earned the win. Yeah. And I remember the point in time where I became good enough to actually compete with my dad, right, at at chess. And and that is actually an accomplishment to me. And that's the way I felt like it should be. And that's probably the way he felt like it should be, too. Clearly. Or he right? just really did not want to lose. I mean, that could have also been, too. But, like, that, to me, is part of the joys of a strategy in anything. Like, strategy for chess, strategy in in. Board games, all of that. It's it's having that drive to understand that loss doesn't mean failure. Loss is an opportunity. Yeah, no, I I mean I, Hunter, I don't you don't learn from winning, hardly never. ever. Never. Right. Yeah. Your your biggest gains of knowledge don't come from you doing the best. Right. They come from getting your ass handed to you and then trying to figure out why you just got your ass handed yeah. to you. Adjusting the adjusting your uh talent. So yeah,
1: I mean, so it's nothing against the, yeah, there was nothing against this game, but naturally I did discover in this podcast that that is something that was going to be a bigger issue to tackle, and, and, and I think it's been positive. I think broadening our horizon, I, I've made you drink a shit ton of IPAs that you didn't want to drink, uh, and kind of changed your mind on them, I think, a little bit, um, which, by the way, so we're trying to dunkle now, so we went. Dunkle, yeah. Roush beer which, Weiss Dunkel, which I'm super stoked about this Dunkel. I've been waiting for this.
0: Yeah, the Dunkel I can get behind.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I almost want to keep these bottles. They're like collector edition. <laughs> like, dude, cool they honestly shit.
0: are, man. They're they're pretty fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. No. Goller did it good. Brett, you did it good. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, it, so that was what we kind of came up on was or for me, was just kind of figuring out that. You know the whole rating system. I think people might be going category to category, and I think we're going just our taste, just right. you know, just plainly off our taste. Exactly.
0: You know, I don't think the same people rate the same games over all genres. Right. People rate the games in their genre. Right. We're rating every genre ever yeah. for our tastes. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, and I have very specific tastes. <laughs> no. I don't like the Switch. I don't <laughs> like the phone. So, I you're already coming in with negative aspects. I don't yeah. like IPAs. Yeah. I'm already going to downrate you just because of those things. Like you're yeah, you you come in um
1: handicapped for sure.
0: For sure. But that's part of that's part of what we're doing and why we're doing. Yeah. You know, this is who we are and you know, there are people like us out there. Oh yeah. And so,
1: and and games like and games and this is why I like this and I, if if you could listen to this podcast all the way to this point, getting to the depth of this, this is exactly what I like. I I like about it is, I would have never discovered like the Long
0: Dark. For real, dude, that game was the a hidden. It's a gem. gem, Yes, absolutely. I would have never touched. I don't even think we paid for it. I think it was free on Game Pass. Uh, I don't remember. I think I ended up paying. Did I? I think I paid for it. You didn't? Or something like that happened. <laughs> was right? that the game? I think that was one of the that games. That's the game you got bound on? Yeah, I think that was one of the games. Don't be a procrastinator. <sighs> it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but I. it doesn't matter. That game's, you know, even if I had to pay for it at full price, that game's definitely worth it. Yeah, and I never would have discovered that. No. I, it wouldn't have been a game I would have looked no. at. But because of what we're doing here and the ability to share it with other people, we've learned about that game. So, to kind of go back to your question about what game would it be that is underrated, that's probably the one. That game, from an industry perspective, probably deserves, and that developer deserves more recognition than anybody should, I mean, is giving them right now. That that storyline draws you in so freaking much that it's unreal. And it's a very, it's not an overly complicated system to get your head around, but it is a very challenging sort of game. Yeah. They,
1: well, and it's kind of strange, too, how he does it because, or they do it or whatever, because pulling you in it's not like the graphics are super good no. the storyline is not the best storyline in the world but the, it, all of the combination of the the eerie allure and survival and the storyline and like starting off injured and how the the you can almost kind of, kind of the tutorial in a sense of yeah. teaching you what's going on it all's done so well and it doesn't take long enough it doesn't take too long that it's like deterring either because Yeah, you start off, what, in that game, like, in the airport hangar and, like, your girl calls and there's, like, a lot of mystery going on. But it's, like, maybe ten minutes worth. Right. And then you're thrown into, like, trying to fucking
0: survive. Right. And and you can't take your time in the game. Like, there is no taking your time. The longer you take in the game, the worse you're going to get. Because you're you're you're, worried about food. You're worried about water. You're worried about your body temperature. There's a lot of things to worry about. Um, and an immortal bear at some point. And, yeah, at some point. We all, I really do think we're going to end up doing another
1: podcast on that When the last chapter comes out this winter, I could see you and me bunkering down in the winter and playing this game.
0: I'm all for it, man. I, I do want to complete the game. I honestly, with our time schedules, I don't see an ability to actually get all the way through the game. Well, we're on the what's, we're on the fourth chapter, and the fifth one's supposed to end the storyline. Yeah, yeah. So we, we two, yeah. so we still have two chapters to get all the way through. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful we can get through them. I'm all for it. That, that game, that would be the game that I would say is the sleeper that's on our list. The other one for me, that actually was a bigger, a bigger win than I thought it would be just from the outlook would have been Empire Sin. Oh yeah. Like, because that game didn't look like anything. From, like, the outside. And that was, I guess that was a a strategy game, but there was, it was more, there's more to it. More to it, for sure. More action um, and less strategy tile card. Right.
1: So, if I was to answer this question back, I mean, I I already had the long dark in my mind when I said that, but our list is actually pretty substantial. I didn't realize we've got quite the list under our belt for reviews on this stuff. It's not Um, a small list. No, it's not. But the game to me, um, which are back-to-back, actually, um, well, I guess part two, uh, Paper Mario
0: would be my other one. That was actually surprisingly good, too. Yeah, and but it's, it's lighthearted and fun, and I, I don't know that, right, so I don't know that that's underrated. It would keep me, so, man, that is one, there is so many, so this is something that is a frequent thing with this podcast, and it's something that I don't think we're ever going to get away from, uh, while we continue to do this. Is that we're con- going to continuously say that this is something I want to come back. To yeah. And we're never going to have the time. And that Paper Mario is definitely one I want to complete. Yeah. I don't know that I'll ever have the Yeah, and I'm... It's I'm good I'm enough to complete. Like
1: it's- Learning more and more why our kids watch people play video games on YouTube. <laughs> like, And I hate to admit that, but I'm starting to see more and more why. If you really enjoyed something, in, which... They have the time to watch that. I don't know why they don't have the time to play it, but we won't get into that. Right? Yeah. I doubt. So if, this. I, if I'm going to watch somebody play it, right. I'm probably yeah. just
0: going to play it myself. Man, we come from a
1: generation before, and it's 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 hard not to be those old fucks that are like, "Why are you watching those
0: games? Play them, but, but it's their fucking hey, thing." I do watch some of the Owl League though, the Overwatch League. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll watch. So I don't. I'm not like super hardcore into it. I don't have a favorite team or anything like that, but I will watch it on occasion. Uh, To to see what they're doing, especially as they moved into Overwatch 2, Um, I'm curious as to what's going on. Not saying that we're anywhere near what they're doing, but I'm just curious. What are the people at the the pinnacle of the gameplay actually capable of doing? And what are they trying to do? It's way different types of gameplay than what we do at our low level. I was about to say strategy
1: change because it's kind of like, Someone that's in the, the mid to low range of strat or, or competition, hears something like, oh, Bastion's useless. At, you know, and we go, what? Because at top level he was useless. Right. Because the strategies that they're playing with are so far beyond. You can't troll with a Bastion random ass people. There's no random ass people. Right. You pull a Bastion on a top level, they go, yeah, you're, you're wasting our time. Right. They'll just own you all day long. Right. So that, right, and so there's some difference to that. But so you watch, yeah, I've never watched that. Um,
0: I probably should, I might learn a thing or two, but. I mean, really what got me into it is, like, the fact that you collect the the Overwatch League tokens. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so while, while I'm working and I'm sitting here at home, I'll set up my personal computer to collect the free tokens. And then when I would get off work, I'd, you know. I'd flip over to my actual computer and it'd still be playing. I'd be like, okay, well, maybe I'll catch a match or two.
1: I would like to point out that this last bottle, so we had four flavors, and I didn't really say that before. Um, the last flavor of this Golar is actually, which, let me make sure that's even a Golar bottle. You know what it is? This is just a, such a different bottle than their other ones. This is their Hellas. Okay. Which, there's a brewery pretty local to us that does a lot of these same... Styles of beer, and that's that Casey Beer Co. Yeah. You know, we actually, I think we did Hellas early on. Yeah. Which I remember liking it a bunch, but it has been a while. Sir, can you reach that bottle opener up there? There is a Thanos glove or that fancy new one. So, I haven't done a shout out for a while to my amazing wife, but she actually got me a subscription to beer I get every month. Yeah. For like the next year, and they sent me this badass bottle opener. So, yeah, she's upgraded. Safe. she upgraded me from the Thanos gauntlet. To something that feels way stronger than the Thanos gauntlet. I was gonna say that feels like uh, this thing you might actually do some business. with this. Yeah, no, there's Then nothing... I gonna have no trouble opening a bottle. Right? Yeah, no, there's nothing stopping this fucking thing. This is like <laughs> big dick energy all over it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, my wife's awesome, so she got me that. So if we ever run out of beer locally, we we'll be find we will have some stuff coming in because it's it's a subscription from all over the United States. They just send you. Like two to four breweries, three cans of each type. I think so. It ends up being twelve beers, one uh, once a month. So nice. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. But yeah, this one did not have the cool wine, lick liquor pop top.
0: There. No, this actually had the pry top.
1: Yeah, and this is a lot. If I remember the hell is right, it was not
2: that light color. No. Was it lighter? I don't. I don't. I think it's probably about the same. I don't think it was darker. Huh. But yeah, no,
1: I think, so like, I don't know that that fits the question, but I'd say, I guess maybe that's more of like a recommend for me is, is besides the long dark paper Mario is one I would recommend for sure. I mean, there's, there's a lot on our list. I would recommend there's a lot of on our list. I would tell people to watch out for not to not play, but to be prepared for Scully. Don't play with joy cons guys, <laughs> you, know, play, you know, play Scully get you a goddamn pro controller for the switch.
0: Yeah, I got my brother to actually play Scully. Um, it's not a terrible game to fuck around on. Just He he likes, you know... Platformers he, can be fun. He likes platformers. He likes Switch games. He loves Switch games. Switch games are... You told me that, actually. Yeah. He played it. So um, I think he found the same thing we ended up doing, you know?
1: Oh, dude. It was just... I mean,
0: I'm glad we beat it, which, God, how many games have we
1: beat on our list? Which, some of them are unbeatable. Spellbreak, you're not going to beat. Chroma, you're not going to beat. You didn't finish Spirit of the North, did you? I know. No, I did not. We didn't finish Crashlands, um, which, honestly. I don't know
0: that, yeah, I guess Crashlands is probably finishable, but.
1: It is, and before I go back through this whole list, I would like that, that kind of raises a question for me. Is there a game on this list that you, obviously there's games we want to revisit.
2: Is there a game that you think you unfairly rated on our list? That maybe thinking back, probably deserved a little more love? Um.
0: Yeah, but I'm trying to think if there's any others other than the one that I'm thinking of. There's one that, that does come to mind, but I don't know what I... I can't remember what I rated it. What did I rate? What did I rate number 11 there? Because I think
2: I did get... No, that's actually not bad. 6.7? But I think it still actually is a little bit better than that. Um. Oh, they just came out the sequel to that too. Yeah,
1: because
0: I've actually thought about talking to you about it. So, because <laughs> you know, I actually like that game a lot. Right. So the game, the game that I would say I, I rated a little bit unfairly, and this is probably one of the only ones that I, kind of reading back over our list now.
2: I'm going over this. And,
0: yeah, I feel fairly confident that everything else I I feel about the same at looking at, other than this one game. Because this is the game that I think about. Oh, God. This is the one. I picked the one. We stopped
1: writing these down. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Uh, that would happen. Because oh, that's the one I would go with, but I don't even know what I rated. Huh. I'll
0: bring that up in a minute. Go ahead. So... The one game that I can think of that I I I don't it's it's not a super low rating six point seven right it, that's a that's a fairly that's a fair rating it's a fair rating but I still think it's thinking back on the game now I think it's a, it's a better game than I gave it credit for I think uh, that's is my time at Porsche so I, number eleven on our list is nine, my my time at Porsche um playing through that game I think at the time I felt that it was probably um, just from a looks wise, was probably too not in my wheelhouse, and maybe that just shows my immaturity at looking at the games as from a review aspect. Because as we gone as we've gone through and have done this podcast, we've seen far worse.
2: Yeah. Well, that can and surprise me with how much is
1: actually into it the, yeah there's a lot of content
0: there dig in deep there's
1: it keeps going right surprisingly keeps going
0: right and there's a lot that you can do with it um, how fast you want to move is entirely up to you. it's not just uh, how fast the game wants to go that's that's a you thing yeah you can optimize how you
1: work yeah you sound, when we talked about that game actually you were pretty efficient even, I mean compared to me for sure. So and you had all your shit running like in sync. I didn't even try that hard. Like I I um, had
3: fun
0: with it. I <laughs> I had all my shit going, but not like yours. So that would be the one that that's the one that in if as I sit and think about it, that's the one I I think back to it and say that in my head, I know I I rated that a little bit unfairly, and I would probably give it a few points up. So, it's hard for me to say what I would change if I
1: would go up in points, but the game that I feel like I want to Almost either not i don't know that'll ever go back to it, but I'm weirdly interested in knowing more about it um and would be c- curious to like see more about it. its alien isolation
2: so, i don't
1: know why that game draws me to it because I remember playing it and it was unique and it was like some suspense to it um
0: but something about that game calls to me
1: for
3: sure
0: it's not just you there's something bigger going on with that game and that I think there's, it's not just you. Um, I've seen, and maybe it's because we did the review on it, but it comes up in my Google feed. Really? Frequently. And I've not searched that game since we did the review. Yeah, which was quite a while back. I mean, so, what, 15 episodes ago or something? Yes. It comes up in my my feed frequently um, for what they're doing as far as moving it to VR um and all sorts of other things um it, it comes up with memes they they make all sorts of weird stuff for it uh there was like some weird uh like creepy expansion for it that has like some sort of like cat head on it like i i don't know but it was apparently like some sort of creepy thing that was going on but anyways it's not just you I, I think there is a broader community that actually believes that Alien Isolation is a really good game. And I don't even know what we rated it. I don't think I rated it terrible. I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I, ra- I
2: know I don't think I rated it that high. Um, we rated it, I,
1: I know one thing's for, it's absolute fact. It, we rated it higher than Resident Evil, whatever, Biohazard or whatever. Yes, yes. The hillbilly fuck shit. <laughs> For sure. Man, that was depressing. <laughs> I had so much higher. And I actually was really terrified. I mean, I think I said that. I wanted to that. But I was so terrified to play that game. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because you're like this huge eye-opening thing where you're like, yeah, it's a redneck on the same pattern yelling some random racist shit or whatever. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, holy crap. That's not scary at all. <laughs> And there, but there, but I've said this. That what made that game terrible was they're immortal, right? It's so stupid, right? We will not get into that. I'll get too mad. <laughs> that makes any sense? Yeah.
3: Pointless,
0: pointless to play.
1: Um, well, I better try this out. So we're on the last one, which this is the hellas Yeah,
0: yeah, this it. is the hellas You write that All
1: right. Let's see if I got an ending question here. I feel like I had a couple, but I'll try to narrow it down. All right. All right. Because into this episode, be this question. All right. All right. Best ending to a game of all time, which narrows it down a lot because we—I mean—you can be one you've heard about, but I would prefer it's one you've be, you've actually beat. And this is gonna be hard because we don't beat a lot of games because you and I, for some reason, like to play a lot and then not beat them.
2: Yeah. So that's so. I know it's troublesome. Yeah. For those who who have not been following along, my problem
0: is. I'm a stupid completionist and I get lost in trying to do everything. And then at some point I get tired of playing the game and I find a new shiny object. Yeah. And then I go on to playing that game. I
1: would rather play until something else comes along than beat it.
0: Yes, exactly. The same I, way I <laughs> yeah, and I'm
1: the I have the same issue. Uh, so
0: uh I I literally bought an Xbox Xbox One for uh Fallout Four. Uh, the only reason why I bought an Xbox One was for Fallout 4. Fair enough. Um,
2: I started playing the game. I don't know how far
0: I am in the game. I I have not beat the game. I don't know why. I won't beat the game, likely, until Fallout 5 comes out, and then I feel like I have to rush through the game and beat it. That's the point in which I'll beat the game. The same thing I did with New Vegas, just to be clear. That's... That's the same thing I did. Um, <laughs> so, um,
1: dude, as far as it's crazy to me is you're a little bit older than me, but it blows my mind that I played the original Fallout. Yeah, like, before it was cool, like before people knew about it. Which I have to think a friend, an old friend of mine. Um, I don't know if he calls anymore. I didn't speak anymore. But Brandon's the one that showed me that stuff, and it was like this weird. I it going back in history, that was like a weird concept that a game like that existed. Yeah. I mean, crazy to me that that this post-apocalyptic, you know, cr- grimy, crummy world, you're trying to like make it in, coming out of this vault. Yeah, storyline was still about the same. It just was a shittier graphics and god view and you did like a uh, Final Fantasy Tactics battle system.
2: Mm-hmm. You moved on a
1: grid when you went into combat.
2: Yeah. Good old Fallout. Huh. Yeah, so, I don't know, favorite ending to a game?
1: You can flip that. If you want to say worst ending to a game, like a game you beat, you went, what the fuck? That was
2: stupid as shit. There is one game. Go ahead. Uh, What was the game? Uh, Zelda.
0: What was the game? It was the ending, but it wasn't the ending. Oh, you talking about
1: uh, Twilight Princess? Yes. Where dude, fuck that game?
0: Fuck that game, side Dude, What even? I don't remember how much time we put into that. <laughs> I don't know. But well, we stayed up and we tried yeah. to beat that game. That, okay. So I don't really like have a favorite. Flipped. I have, I have a that one burned into my memory. Yeah. I, well, we didn't. We didn't play after that. No. We literally shut that, that shit down yeah. and said, fuck you, we're done. Yeah, fuck this game. Huh. Well, you can keep thinking of a, a favorite. Oh, let me
1: see what I got. I can run through my history here <laughs> and see. Uh, it's like digging through the uh ancient history on Pornhub or something. Let me see here. <laughs> um Wow, because I mean, because I kinda have the same problem you do, and I have beat a couple and I and I really don't want to do a cop out and go back to Final Fantasy Ten, although that that and watching Shay cry, which we brought that up so many times now, um, for Zelda, that but that was like, I wouldn't say that was like the best ending ever. It was almost pre- not predictable and not negative. It was just right, right. The ending to Zelda Breath of the Wild was r- boom, right across the middle, just mainstream, wrapped it up. It was fine, no yeah. big deal. Um, I would say mostly because I think the boss fight felt like it should have been. I would honestly say Legend Dragoons, PlayStation One. Yeah, because when I spent the, f- I think I beat it on the second try on the last boss, and the whole storyline—it's an RPG—you go through the storyline, blah 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 blah. I remember fighting the last boss and dying after like forty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, it's a ha- fucking long. That
1: aspect. is a long single battle. Right. And I remember redoing it on the second attempt, beating him, and it was like over an hour.
0: Yeah, it's it's a stupid fight. Yeah. It is a stupid fight.
1: And so first, what I can remember, I would say it's, um, I would say that and maybe, oof, let me flip this question around a little bit. So that might be because I think the boss fight was worth it. Right. Um, Which I like. I mean, give me a challenge at the end, that one last mountain to climb. But I would say, what's the, uh, let me flip this, my, my, this actually might be easier for you to answer. What's your favorite opening to a game?
0: Because, and I'll give you I'll give you examples of what I mean by that. Favorite opening to a game is actually a recent game. It's a it's it's Red Dead Redemption Two.
1: Oh my god, yes! It's holy shit, yes! The storyline on that. This and Ooh, dude, we're gonna, we're got to go watch fucking hate Late now. <laughs> I can't get away from it. I'm gonna go get a blanket and get fucking hate flate on. The yeah, damn it.
0: The opening to Red Dead Redemption Two. Going into the blizzard and having to fucking work through all of that. I've never felt colder in my life. Right. It, it, <laughs> it sets you into a time and oh, place. Oh, man, it does. Um, they do what it takes to get you there. But the whole game does. Yeah, it, it, The game is what sets everything apart.
2: That's
1: um, still, the, I still give that opening... If you were to rate, I mean, not that the game is not rated high, because it is. We've never played that. We played the online. Right. Um, the game is all across the board rated high. But if you just rate it on the first hour of gameplay, I think it's a 10. Right. I it's mean, an absolute 10. It, can, it only can go down for tiny little things. Yeah. Because it is so fucking good in that first hour.
0: Right. Yeah. That, that first hour of gameplay for Red Dead Redemption 2 Man, is I, ridiculous. The, the straight up story mode is, is insane in that first hour. If this is like a monopoly
1: and you just bought the property and I had to pick a different one, <laughs> that sucks because you just got like fucking boardwalker or whatever it is. <laughs> so you just got like park Place and boardwalk. Because no, you nailed it. That's that might be the best one of the best openings to a game ever.
0: Yeah, I think so. I I can't think of another one that really that stands out more in my mind. I only have, I go back to one in my head um from from childhood.
2: I mean Back when, the only other one that even jumps
0: out is is honestly the the first one, to me, Final okay. Fantasy VII. So it's, it, the the train scene jumping out like you're going to start the war against the Shinra Corporation.
1: Mine, in some weird like interest, is actually Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the opening cutscene graphics music. I don't know why. I mean, but something... I mean, I think about that way more often than I should, probably. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, no, I I do. I. And what's weird is I didn't continue to play the Kingdom Hearts games at all. I mean, I think the first one I beat in, like, 24 hours or something. Yeah. I've never really played any of the other ones. Yeah. But that first one and that first opening scene, whew, yeah, loved it. Huh. What's same with, like, Blitzball and Final Fantasy 10. I mean, right. that was another one, but that was... They threw so much mystery and that shit with Sin and all that stuff. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. So that was another good one. But if I can't pick Red Dead because you just stole that shit. (laughs) Man, what next would I... I mean, I guess when I first asked the question, what came to mind as an example was like... You know, most of the Elder Scrolls games always have a weird... You're the special chosen one, but you're like... And, you know incarcerated or whatever you yeah. know
0: you're always like in cuffs or something Yeah, so skyrim yeah you start off yeah you're you're a you're dragon prison, you're, board yeah you're the dragon board but you're you're jailed you're going off to be selected as to what they're going to do with you and they're going to execute you yeah yeah
1: so. yeah so all those ones are pretty unique or like like you know see uh pretty awesome i'm trying to think oh that's a tough I, I mean if i just have to choose right now because we're about done, I would. I would say Kingdom Hearts, honestly. Yeah. I mean, because you took Red Dead, That's that hands down might be the best. The best first two hours of any video game ever made might be Red Dead.
0: Yeah. I mean. It, it'd be hard a, to beat that. It's a different type of video game, I think, for sure. But, I mean, I don't know. It carries through that entire gameplay. It It just does. All right, sir. I'll let you do that.
1: Then we'll shotgun these answers out. All right. All right. Cool. All right. So, guys, thanks for sticking with us this whole time. Um, we will do our normal wrap-up after this because uh, we haven't even talked about next time. No, we haven't. So, which was kind of picked on the fly. But, I mean, I, I did come up with, I, you know, I looked at videos on almost every one of those games. Yeah. And I know you don't have time for all that. You know, that's kind of like my gig for sure. But I'm actually I really kind of want you to because that was a pretty good lineup. Even the revisiting Assassin's Creed. I still think that's something we should do
0: this summer. I'm not against it. Yeah, no, that might be something we do. I I, I think so, but I I also think make that the roll in just like we did last time, make that the roll into uh Halloween. Just the like fall. Yeah, okay. yeah. Make that the fall roll in.
2: I can do that. Yeah. Because that game not only was is worth it.
0: I mean, but I it's a Something about it's been calling to me lately. And I think that was probably one of the best Assassin's Creed games that they've ever put out. I think yeah. across the board from not only us, but like from the general population, everybody's really enjoyed that game hands down above every other Assassin's Creed games. Except for like the old school Assassin's Creed purists. Yeah. Before it switched formats. Yeah.
1: You're not wrong because those people are like, fuck that game.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, guys.
0: So I will. Uh,
1: I can read yours off too if you want, or if you know them, we can. Yeah. However,
0: however, we want to do this. All
1: it's right, guys. Fun. So this Golar beer, um, it is. It's a quality beer. For fucking sure, it's got the the palate, the flavor. It's there. It's unique. Um, it's kind of robust. I mean, almost every one of those had a robust flavor to it.
0: Yeah. The, Not nothing like that smoke brought one though. The the smoked one is insane like you should try that just to see what people can do with a beer yeah because it smells and tastes like you are in a a smokehouse in germany like like yeah like you're in germany at a pub eating a brat
1: like (laughs) and some and some dude next to you is speaking german and and you're
0: right there it's crazy it is crazy I don't know how they got that into a bottle, but they did. Yeah, no, that is pretty wild. It's pretty. Insane. I think
1: they like scraped stuff off of like a dude's jacket <laughs> and him smoking, <laughs> and like off of a plate. Yeah, and it was, like they just threw it in the keg to like make beer. Um, for sure. All right, so with the Rausch beer, you had it at a six point seven. Yeah, which
0: you actually above me. I was six point four. Um, which that was that was my favorite. I think of the bunch. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite of the bunch. We actually flip.
1: Yeah, I started to trend up. You trend down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that was my favorite of the bunch. That, like I said, they. they I don't know how they captured that magic in a bottle. If you can try it, try it. When we get done recording this, I say we just drink the rest of them. <laughs> I'm definitely going to drink some more of that, Roush. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. All right.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what. All right. Ra- I'll tell you what. Let's get something out. Uh, you pop something open and pour. I don't even care what it is. All right. And I'll right. and I'll go it's through our gross. I'll go through our ratings. Let's I mean, fuck it. You don't have to drive, so perfect. Guys, don't drink and drive. Always Always. do not drink and drive. Not drink and drive. It's not worth it. Um all right. So that was the Roush beer. You had six point seven to my six point four, so you beat me on that one. Uh and then we have the Weiss, this Goler uh is there anything before it says that? Oh yeah, the Steinhauer, Steinhauer Weiss. You had six point three, I had six point two. So we're like really close on these. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think what's affecting some of these too is guys, this these beers are almost like
0: I hate to use this word, I don't think it's correct, but like delicacies almost. Because I'm not gonna drink a ton of these, but that Roush beer is something that I think everybody should try. Um so like if you were to say something that uh is you're not wrong. Delicacy is a good word for that round beer. Because I think the only thing that hurt me is, is the drinkability. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go pound a ton of this. Right. Those, for sure. Like, it's not something I'm going to drink every day or want to have all the time. But as an experience, oh, for fuck's sake, you better try that. Yeah. If you drink beer, you should at least have one of those. I feel like I want a fucking brat
1: and drink that beer. Yeah. Um. Or to cook brats in that beer. Like, <laughs>
0: Right? Double them down. I don't even know what happened. I mean, that w- that might actually be really decent. Yeah. <laughs> Soak them in it first.
1: Soak the meat in it and then just cook it the next day. Yeah. Um, all right. So then for the Dunkles, this is where we start to trend a little differently. So I'm a big Dunkle fan, and I'm actually shocked that yours wasn't higher. Yeah. So mine was a 6.9. Yours was a 6.1.
0: So the dunkel didn't actually strike me that that well.
1: I I find that fucking nuts. Um It in I okay, so first drink, I thought the same thing. The yeah. very first swig I went, oh man, it's kind of hoping to be a little better than that. Yeah. And then I took two or three more and I went, oh
0: no, there it is. Nah. Once it settled in, loved it. Nah, yeah, it never, it never caught me just right. Um, I generally do like dunkles. Uh it is it's not my favorite version.
2: Um, I would, I
0: would not. So let's, let's caveat this. I would not rather drink the, uh, beer over the Dunkel. Let's say that for sure. Like just because the Roush beer is so unique. Yeah. Like I couldn't drink a ton of those. I would literally have one and be done. Yeah. But, uh, the dunkle is just not my flavor. I would rather have a dunkel from say Casey Beercoat. I mean, they I mean, if you're gonna name someone that we know of that do dunkles, they do it right. Right. But Casey Beercoat. I'm not, I'm is
1: not, I'm not, I'm not arguing that, yeah.
0: With which yeah, I think it's actually so.
1: German owned, but that's
0: beside the point. Right, yeah, but I mean, for our neck of the woods. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I beat you on that one, and then I actually the Hella is the one that didn't have the cool pop bottle top. Um right. you the a 6.5. I have 6.9 again. I, I mean it was I, I don't know. Mine
0: all trended that direction. It was pretty good. It was definitely it was not bad. I think of the four, I think the hellas was the most drinkable.
1: Um it was probably. If, I, if, if you're yeah. gonna give
0: me five of any of these, yeah, yeah I'd probably pick the hellas. You're not wrong. You're not wrong there. If I'm gonna have one that I'm gonna sit there and drink every day all the time, it'd probably be the hellas. Yeah, it was good. All right, so there's our ratings, guys.
1: Uh, thanks for sticking around. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this little special segment of this dollar that we got. Uh, can't do enough shout-outs ever to fans, friends, um, people. Uh, contributors. Uh, at yeah, contributors, point, right. Contributors giving us free beer to, Brett, uh, to sample out. it out, man. Yeah, Brett's been the best help. Him right? and... Right? Hell yeah. Um, thank you, Brett. Also, uh, I guess I should say... Oh my gosh, there was something else real quick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now you got it. As we we were segueing into that, I went, "Uh, Jesse's going to absolutely love this. So, guys, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, emails, any and all recommendations, which, dude, we did not um, talk about this yet, but our boy Benny did send us another audio clip.
0: Yeah, I got that. I have not listened to it
1: yet. You didn't listen to it? No. no. Uh, It's pretty good. I mean, I think I I won't say anything about it. I'll play it when we get off of here because I think you should hear it. Um, Benedict, as always, man, any of that input, we love it. Uh, Guys, anybody out there listening, feel free to send any audio in. I don't care how you have to do it.
0: Uh, And then, sir, follow it up. And wherever you're listening to us at, please give us a rate, review, or subscribe.
1: Yeah, awesome. All right. And so, I never would have thought my boy would be on board for this. So I gave this dude, like, nine options i gave jesse nine options for video games and anybody that's (laughs) actually a fan and listens would have never guessed this i don't think either in those options there was one pokemon game (laughs) one not not eight of the nine not he doesn't have any options there's a horror survival game mixed in there there's a racing game in there there's uh, revisiting Assassin's Creed in there. Yep. I had a list of nine things. This dude's like, yeah, I think we should do Pokemon. So, yeah. So next time guys, um, we are going to do a beer I got from Florida, which is from Daughters Brewing. It's a Florida orange IPA, which I love anything orange flavored. So I'm already stoked about this. And I know Jesse's stoked cause it's an IPA. So for that's, sure. Yeah. That's gonna- fucking killing me. <laughs> Jesus. So he's, he's, super, he's all about IPAs guys. He's going to love this. Um, and so we're gonna do that from Florida with uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arca- Ar- Arceus. Arceus. Yes.
0: Yeah. Pokemon Legends Arceus.
1: Guys, just count on me butchering the shit out of names at any given point. Okay, it's nothing <laughs> personal. Not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. It's just a fact. I'm gonna butcher the name out, for sure. All right, guys. So if you like drinking,
0: or you like games,
1: join us next time on the monologues.